Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Washington Heights is where we're going this week on Urban Spelunking to 51st and Valite, an area that uh, everybody here at 88.9 knows really well because it's really close to our old studios on 53rd. Uh, the Washington Heights neighborhood is a beautiful part of town, beautiful homes there, and we're seeing more and more businesses opening up to uh, the public. So this is a story of an old building that was vacant and underused at 51st and Valide that is now open to the public mm-hmm. as a really cool neighborhood thing, neighborhood shop. It's a shop, yeah. A mid-venturous modern shop. Yes. Yeah. And it all starts with this couple, The Days. Yes. Uh, Jess and Ryan, and they used to sell, they they were sort of inveterate collectors of sort of cool mid-century modern stuff. Both of them, right? Like yeah. before they met, yeah. they were collectors. Right? Yeah, like furniture, just everything. You know, lamps, glassware, just bowling bags, everything, ashtrays, the whole nine yards. Got it. The whole think, adventurous nine yards. Think of the uh, like the set of Mad Men, that kind of stuff. Yes, when I walked in, I felt like I was in the like prop room, <laughs> right. for Mad Men, but like a really attractive one, you know. Um, so they opened. The, they were selling the stuff on the lawn. They were collecting the stuff, and then like they would have sales on their lawn. Wow. Okay. At their house, they live not that far away in Tosa and uh, they decided they wanted to they both also had day jobs they decided they wanted to dedicate themselves to doing this thing that they loved full time so they started looking for a place to do it and they looked and they looked and in fact there was one building that they were really interested in nearby that didn't work out no yeah it was a building that was built as like a a dairy company headquarters or something on like 50th and state and they they really wanted that they approached the guy said hey are you interested in selling I think he kind of waffled a bit so then they just sort of started looking elsewhere and uh-huh. got sort of a little depressed because I think they it sounded like they really had their hopes on this place. Um, but then he was, somebody suggested they check out this building on 51st and Vliet and he drove up and he checked it out and you know, it was like kind of a sort of an industrial building. It was built as a garage. Like an auto garage? Yeah, and it, you know, it was had been home to Joyce Heating but the guys that ran Joyce Heating had passed away and so uh, the widow um, of one of them still owned the building, but it wasn't really used. It was just kind of, you know, and, and Ryan was sitting there thinking, do we do it? You know, and so they called this woman and said, are you interested in selling your building? And she said, actually, I'm thinking about listing it on Monday. Wow. And he said, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and they like talked to her. They saw inside and they, I guess they made her an offer that she accepted and they had a place. Wow. So things just kind of aligned and it, it yeah, worked out. Just kind of just kind of happened and I think they sort of had, sounded like they sort of reached a low point emotionally about it, you know, and then and then this sparked. I can totally relate to that where, you, where you're trying to do something that you're passionate about and you're you know, you're trying and things aren't working out and then all of a sudden you get that break and it's like, wow. Yeah, know? and what's cool is they they really dove into this place. I mean, they did a ton of work on this place. Really transformed this place tore down walls, you know, like all kinds of stuff. There's pictures on their Facebook page of them, you know, in like hazmat suits and, wow. all kind of, and like knee deep in rubble, just like trying to turn this into uh, what it is now, which is this beautiful shop with an event space in the back. Um, and just to kind of visualize the space. So it's a one story building, big, right? Yeah, it used to all be an auto garage. Yeah, all of it's a one story building, but it's sort of maze. Like you don't really get a sense from the street view 
of how sprawling it kind of yeah. is. And I said this when I was there. There, I said this place just keeps going, you know. And and uh, Ryan even said, "Yeah, I used to live up the street." And I, when I came in here the first time, I'm like, "Where am I?" Like he even was surprised how much sort of a, how big a footprint it had. Yeah. Because he'd seen it for years and never would have imagined it was as big as it is. And so it's got these big doors, like garage doors. Yeah, garage right doors. In. There's one spot that has sort of a much higher ceiling with a skylight on top, yeah. and and that's the event space. And they have a a, a room that they rent to a, an artist friend of theirs, Dan Atkinson, who does those cool Cream City brick sculptors, sculptures and, and planters and things. Very cool. Um, what's great is that they bought almost nothing. Like they used all, like all, almost. He showed me one spot. He said, "This is the one piece of wood we bought, right here." I mean, like basically, they they used everything in the building to just sort. Of, they just kind of moved it around in a way wow. that worked for them, um, and they really appreciate the history of the building. They they kept all kinds of stuff. There's he, signs from the companies that used to be in the building. And when was it built? It was built in 1921. Well, a lot of history in the building, and our conversation continues next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Pride, 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 pride. Yeah, it was built in 1921 by this guy, George Heise, who uh, appears to have started out as an auto dealership um, selling cars like Hudson's. DeVos. Okay. Oh, DeVox. I don't know how you would say that. These are some old-timey brands. Terraplane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the hugely successful Terraplane brand car, um, which I believe, you know, for they had seven models. Okay. Did you know that? No. And they ranged in price from five ninety-five to seven ninety-five. Wow. Yeah. And, and they could go to they could reach speeds of up to seventy to eighty miles an hour. Wow. I bet that was Isn't a big that deal. Incredible. Then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a value. So they were doing that, but they also seem to be selling used cars. There were lots of classified ads in the papers for uh, used cars that they were selling. Then they had a repair shop in there for a while. I saw they were selling spark plugs for a while. Okay. Um, and at a certain point, they added a gas station. So okay. it became sort of like a one-stop sure. shop. And then the freakiest thing I found, though, was that for a while, Heisey was renting it, or if not all of it, part of it, to uh, as a garage and repair shop for the dairy company who were in the build who that was in the building that the days had tried to buy first. So the first building they couldn't get used yeah. to be the is actually connected in a way they didn't even realize until I I had found this and told them is wow. connected to the building they're actually in. So that stuff. Always so it was me it was meant to be like century, it was meant to be like man. decades ago. It was meant to be. Yeah. Wow. Um, but then. Um, in the 50s, I think it was, it became home to, to Krieger Heating. And Joyce uh, had worked for Krieger, so at some point he took over the business and it became Joyce Heating. And they and Joyce had it up until just last year when the Days bought it. So this now completely reimagined space, it opened as a store um, just recently, a couple months ago, right? Like back Yeah, in just this fall it opened, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's, yeah. it just opened. Brand new. Brand new. And so what is it? It's like a boutique, mid-venturous modern, they call it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's an antique store, I guess, by definition, but it doesn't feel antique. It's like all like super cool stuff that you'd love to have in your house. You know, it looks great. It feels modern. It's airy. It's bright. And the best part is these guys love what they sell, you know? I mean, they've they've collected all this stuff by hand. You know, it's not just, they're not ordering it out from like a a distributor. This is all stuff they've kind of gone out. And it's curated, really, right? I mean, it's it's found treasures, I guess, but also stuff they feel is 
kind of fits their mid-venturous mission. And talk about just a great, you know, Milwaukee story of, of this couple that, you know, this wasn't like an Arby's that moved in, right? I mean, no, this, right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, like we were talking about last week, downtown Milwaukee. Uh, this was, you know, a, a couple that moved into another space that was owned by local people yeah. and, and transformed it. You know, it could have been it could have been anything, but it's you know, it's this neighborhood, and, locally owned store. Yeah, and there's no real connection to what they do, but they still love the history. You know, and and, yeah. and if you go in there, they'll show you. Oh, here's this was you know the the Joyce guy's office. We I still use his desk. You know, they they kept they have the old refrigerator <laughs> that that <laughs> wow. the Joyce company used. They have these these like name plates um, that are engraved with the addresses of what uh, they think are all of the clients for the business oh cool that, and they're all like organized by street and in, in this big rack they still have that they still have that's the kind of stuff that like i get really excited when you find that kind of stuff because it's somebody took the time to do the, all that you know like there was brain power that went into this yeah. organization and, and it's such a quirky yeah it'd be such a shame object. to lose that you know? i know and they kept it all and there's like all these built-in uh sort of storage things for parts obviously for for heating stuff spark and they plugs kept, yeah, and spark plugs. They kept all that stuff. So they really do appreciate what, you know, the fact that there were businesses here, but not just businesses, but that, like you said, real people who were in there every day doing not the same thing as them, but in the same way, doing their thing. Well, a great Milwaukee story, and you can read Bobby's complete article. It's linked up right here on this page. Podcasts at 88.9 are produced by Tyra Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from onmilwaukee.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 889's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. It's on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate.